Hola, soy Miguel Matos González. Back to Firme, the Latinx podcast adventure. Apertura, arte, all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday we had an interesting Zoom uh, conference with uh, the high school that my son is going to be attending. And uh, it was put on by uh, some counselors, some community members, and um, of course the, the parents that have students there or, or incoming students, you know. And it was a talk on cultural appreciation and inclusion and diversity. And some of the things that were discussed were, were very good. Some, you know, could have been better. But then again, hey, this is this is the dialogue, you know? It's got to have a foundation. It's got to start somewhere. And, and it is. I love it. And um, just being there, hearing what, what people had to say. They had some genuine questions that, you know, some people would see potentially as offensive or create an argument. But starting a meeting saying, hey, you know, this is a safe space to be able to ask those questions that you genuinely have that you've never been able to ask, or maybe you're afraid to ask because you're afraid you might spark a confrontation, that, uh, you know, having that, that open and, and genuine dialogue, it was really good. Overall, it was very good, and I'm glad to see that there were some, uh, current students involved in the in the talk as well glad to see that they have already have a, like a, a multicultural club that, that it's open to, to any student and um, yeah it's it's pretty interesting to see that that change that it's not happening just because of what's happened recently with with Black Lives Matter, it's, it, this started before the, the Black Lives Matter concern that came up recently, you know, this is something that the community in, in this area that they want, you know, they don't quite know how to make it happen and implement it and, and go through all that, but, you know, they're, they're trying, they're reaching out, they're, they're talking to each other, and I'm glad to see that, that attempt. You know, it really made me wonder when we first moved up here. I was thinking, man, what's it going to be like for my art? (laughs) What's it going to be like, you know, for my family? You know, what's it going to be like for, you know, my son, for my wife, for, you know, my kids? What's it going to be like for us? Because this is not like San Anto in any way, shape, or form, man. Oh. (laughs) But, you know... It's through that diversity that we've come to make some genuine friends out here. That it's it's not just about, you know, being included, but having a voice and the voice actually being heard and then the voice actually being respected. And then whatever it is that you're voicing, those are becoming changes. You know, that's, it's those little 
steps that we have to go through to make the community what it should be. And I mean, it's happening. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, I see a lot of people, they demand, you know, we demand justice now. It's like, well, you're just not going to get it right now. It just can't just happen. You know, you have to figure out and move forward to make permanent changes. You know, anything instant is very temporary. Just as in art, as in photography, I have, you know, my my instant photography, my Polaroid camera that I've enjoyed before in the past. And you know what? Those images don't last very long, man. <laughs> no, but they don't last long at all. No. So, you know, you photograph something on film, and you process it, and you develop it, and you create something. And once you process that film, and you fixed it, and you you now made it archived, so to speak. Now, that film can last a long time. It can last as long as you take care of it. Just like anything else, a relationship will last as long as long as you want it to, provided you take care of it. A community can continue to operate in, in harmony as long as you take care of it. So that's where I love photography so much. Because to me, it's not just a medium to, to make an image, to create my art, to express myself. Gosh, it can, I, I connect to it in so many ways, you know. I connect to it in, in how I live my life. If I truly want to see change, I've, I've got to make that change as well. And I, I may not always know how, and I may not always do it the right way the first time, but through other people, that's how I'm going to learn. And through making those mistakes, that's how we're going to learn not to make them again. And that's, that's how we're going to build the changes we want. It's going to take time, you know. And in my, my artwork and my photography, same thing. I didn't just pick up a camera and all of a sudden was taking beautiful images. I didn't just get into the dark room and started making beautiful prints. No, I had to learn. How do I balance this light? How do I balance the amount of light and the speed of light? More speed, less light, less light, more speed, changes things. Oh, there's a byproduct. There's something else affected, depth of field. That's changed when I, I close the aperture and make it smaller. But as I do that, I need more time to expose the film. If I take more time, how can I hold the camera without shaking it? You know, all these different factors go into play. And that's, that's just the, the function of taking a photograph. That's not even talking about the type of film that you're using. That's not talking about the sensitivity of the film, the grain structure... It's not talking about the speed of the paper, because yeah, paper, it, it has a, a speed as well, just like film does. Yeah. You know, and then you've got the interaction with the, the chemistry 
to the mixer, to the wash, all of that takes a certain amount of time per different film type. And when you change things up, sometimes you get sometimes you get great results, I'll be honest. Sometimes you can get some amazing and surprising results. Other times, it's just gonna look really bad. <laughs> but that's how you learn. Same thing in, in, in life, in society, in our culture, in our community. You know, we've got to figure out ways to make our uh, inclusion, make it to where it actually continues. It's not just a right now thing. It's not just a, uh, a, a right now because of George Floyd. It's not right now just because of Black Lives Matter. No. No, it's always mattered. It always will matter. And it's it's not just black lives. It's indigenous lives. It's brown lives. It's Asian lives. And yeah, it's white lives too. It's everybody. So if we want to truly have this this harmony that we talk about, this culture of why can't we all just get along? Well, it's because it takes all of us, you know, and same thing in, in photography. It's not just the way you take the picture and explode, expose the negative to light. I mean, that's part of it, but it's, it's a way of how you bring it into the dark room and how you expose that negative on back onto paper. And then you've got the dodging and the burning and you've got different types of chemicals that can change the effect how it looks on the paper when you're holding the paper in the water you can use your fingers and you put your hands in, in the in the developer and you just kind of smudge that paper and you can soften things a little bit and you can just kind of change the exposure here and there with your hands and it's just it's a matter of how you truly hold that image and how you take care of it that is what makes your finished print. But you have to go through all those stages to get to it. You've got to choose the right film. You've got to know how to load that camera properly. You've got to make sure you set the right film speed according to the, the film that you have. Yeah. And then from there, you know, it's, it's finding your subject, composing it. And you go through that process and you, you, you photograph all the frames because you don't want to waste your film. <laughs> As my dad taught me, don't waste film. So yeah, you've got to go through that whole process. And it's, it's not tedious. It's not, you know, something that it's a chore. It's a commitment. It's something you do because you care about that end result. And that doesn't mean that, that the photographs you take are going to be life-changing images on the cover of magazines and, and shaping the world. No. They could be photographs of your garden, of your kids, of your dog, of your gatito, your plantitas. It doesn't matter. It's whatever you hold here. Whatever you think. Whatever, whatever you're feeling, you know? And that's the same thing in, in, in our world, outside of photography. That's where 
I, I see that, that correlation between art and culture. That's where my connection is. And that's something that I hope to continue to explore. You know, I, I haven't learned it all in 20 something years. I sure as hell haven't learned it all. But you know, I'm learning more and more. And it's becoming more and more of my, my everyday as I take my camera with me see something and I, I just capture that image and um, in many ways it's it's just it's an extension of my personality it's an extension of my everyday life that I see and um, yeah having that camera with me it's not a burden it's just a way for me to to collect my thoughts so to speak it's like somebody having you know, a pencil and a notebook with them all the time to, to write down thoughts and ideas. It's the same as having your phone with you all the time to take that quick pic or that voice memo or to type that message in your, your notes to save for later. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's just, it's a camera though, you know? somebody and you pick up that lens and it 
camera and you're looking at it with an 85 millimeter lens and you move the camera away and you pick it up and you move it away you pick it up and you move it away the perspective and the visual distance of that subject will look about the same yeah but again people have their agreements and disagreements on what a standard lens is I don't like to use that term I just know what focal length I enjoy and what I like so to me my, my typical lens my walk around lens it's actually a 21 millimeter lens it's a 21 millimeter f2.8 Elmeric that I put on my Leica M4 that lens gives me such a broad view. It's over, I want to say like 92, maybe 95 degree angle of view. So it's a very wide perspective and allows me to see more of the world in that frame. And it's a lens that I can literally just pick it up and I can snap. I don't have to sit there kind of composing and framing and doing whatever. It's It's got the, the wide view that just about anywhere I point it, I'm going to get the image that I can see in my mind. Yeah. And I like that. I like that I can just catch it. Just candid. Snap on the spot. I love it. And when it comes to exposure, this camera, like I've mentioned, it, it doesn't have a meter. So I pre-meter for the, the environment that I'm in. And I kind of look at the amount of lighting that, that I have available. And I follow those old school rules. Sunny 16 rule. Yeah. The overcast 8 rule. Stuff like that. And, you know, for the most part, that works very well. It really does dial my shutter speed near the film speed and set my aperture based on the amount of light I've got around me set my lens on that aperture to infinity and now you know gosh if I'm shooting at f16 outside oh man I, I've got like Thirty inches to infinity in focus, you know, and it's great because I can photograph anything as candid and as quickly as I want, and it's for the most part it's going to be in focus, and I love that. It's as simple as as can be as, as far as a camera is concerned. It's just those old school techniques that I am so glad that I grew up with that. Um, made my life so easy in capturing images you know it's not made it easy in, in creating the exposure I mean in creating the composition but the exposure that that's one less thing that I have to really spend time looking at a meter and, and making decisions and think about it and no I don't I don't really get into that deep deep thought and overthink that to me photography it's, it's a little more fluid I like to to just kind of see the image in my mind and then translate that to how the camera would perceive
perceive it and dial that, that exposure in. And that's just kind of something that I've developed over the 20 plus years of, of playing with cameras and, and printing in a dark room that it's come from experience. And all that has taken time. All that, uh, that time that I've spent in a dark room photographing uh, different things with different cameras, getting images and, and negatives that just aren't quite what I want, but remembering, okay, this is what I did. This is how I exposed this film, and it's too thin. I can't really print anything from it. Yeah. It's how you learn to see exposure, and it's how you learn to translate it, that it just becomes fluid and automatic. Yeah. And when it comes to, to just people in general, and the issues we're having today, that's where, if we want this fluid, accepting, more inclusive society, it's, it's the same way. We've got to uh, start focusing on what we want, how we're going to make these changes, and then we'll see those results within time. You know, it happens. And uh, that's one thing that photography has taught me is not just how to capture the image that I want and, and record things the way I like, but it's taught me a lot about life. That's one of the reasons why I love my medium so much, which is why I'm so committed to it, and why cameras, I just, I gravitate to them, because they're not just something that holds film, and <laughs> until, until I'm ready to process it, it's... It's a part of how I can continue to do my part to shape the world that I want to live in. So, yeah, photography is pretty special to me. Yeah. So, in all that, I just wanted to say um, thank you for joining. I appreciate the, the subscriptions and um, have a great rest of your creative day. Go out and not just make the statements, but make the changes. Be the changes you want you want to see out there. And uh, yeah, bueno.